In this week's episode, let's discuss how it's so easy to push other people's buttons, but why it's so important not to. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 5 of Communication Junkie. My name is Steve Fuller, and I'm your host. This episode contains some really practical advice that I believe can help all of your relationships. I was first introduced to the term nexting by Jon Stewart, not the comedian and former host of The Daily Show. This Jon Stewart is a communication scholar, so while I'm sure he's a wonderful person, he's probably not as entertaining as his namesake. Nexting is the way in which we keep a conversation moving forward is the idea that human beings have control over what happens next during interpersonal communication, and that what we say or do next has the power to completely change the trajectory of a conversation, and therefore, the relationship itself. Think of it like this. Imagine you're driving someplace new and the directions are unclear. Your phone is dead, so Google Maps can't save you. You take a wrong turn. That's not great, but what you choose to do next is what really matters. You can't go back in time and undo your wrong turn, but you can focus and make sure your next turn gets you back on track. A couple more turns and you find the correct road again. Athletes often get themselves in trouble because they don't focus on their next pass, pitch, swing, or shot. It's how scoring droughts happen in sports. I'm still focused on turning the ball over last time down the court that I don't concentrate on my next pass. So I throw the ball away again and suddenly my opponent has scored 10 points in a row. I see it on the golf course all the time. One bad shot leads to another bad shot leads to another bad shot. Instead of just moving on from the bad shot and focusing to make sure your next shot is a good one. You could be getting your butt whooped in a boxing match, but what matters is the next punch you throw. Land that one square on his jaw and even though you lost the first 10 rounds, you knocked him out in round 11 and won the fight. Now apply nexting to our interpersonal communication and relationships. You're in the middle of an argument with your spouse. Every single time you speak is an opportunity to next in a healthy way or an unhealthy way. Everything you say either moves the conversation in one direction or another. In fact, have you ever thought about nexting during an argument without realizing it? Have you ever thought to yourself, you know what, I could end this whole thing right now. All I have to do is stop and say, sweetie, I love you. I'm committed to you. I'm listening. Let's both take a deep breath and figure this out. Now, how many times have you actually done that? For me, personally, what I normally do in those moments is think of the one thing that I know will push their buttons and piss them off more than anything else on the planet, and then I say that thing. Why do we do that? Well, lots of reasons. We're emotional, we're irritated and want to irritate them, what they're saying seems wrong or unfair, we want to defend ourselves, we like to win. But part of being an adult who has healthy relationships with others is admitting that you have a choice in those moments. You can next in healthy ways. And you know you can because you've done it before. Ever been in a work meeting and a coworker pisses you off? Do you fly off the handle, scream, and call them names? If so, I'm guessing you're unemployed or on your way to becoming unemployed very soon. In reality, you probably stay relatively calm and communicate in a respectful way because you're capable of controlling your emotions. Stewart called it being response-able, able to respond in a responsible way. You've done this over and over again your entire life. You and your boyfriend get into a huge fight right before walking into a party, and the minute you step inside, both of you are smiling and laughing with friends like nothing ever happened. 
How'd you flip that switch? Well, you just made a decision to communicate and act in a certain way. I do it while teaching. Students can annoy me in the classroom. I can't just scream at them when I'm angry. I did once and it didn't go too well for me. I had a class many years ago that talked a lot while I was teaching. It was a freshman learning community, so they were all young and the class had a very high schoolish vibe to it. What annoyed me the most was that they would always start packing up with like 10 minutes left in a 50 minute class. At one point, I literally started writing their names on the chalkboard when they behaved poorly, like we were in elementary school again. One day, they started packing up earlier than usual, and I snapped and screamed, everyone sit the F down and shut the F up. Except I said the F words. They stared at me like I was crazy and then tattled to my department head. Luckily, I kept my job, but it was a great lesson on nexting. Is it always easy? Of course not. Am I good at it? Not really. But I have certainly found myself in those moments, and I have seen myself next in healthy ways. I know I'm capable of doing it. I know I'm in charge of my words and actions. So the next time you find yourself angry with your husband, girlfriend, kids, parents, or best friend, think about nexting, and then make a choice to be healthy. Of course, you can't control the other person. Your husband might still be an asshole, but I guarantee more often than not, your ability to next in a healthy way will diffuse the situation. Imagine a world in which people stopped escalating tense moments. Imagine how your heart would soften if someone else paused to tell you they love you instead of pointing out how awful you are, even if you're being kind of awful. What if every time you wanted to insult someone, you complimented them instead? It's the anecdote for anger. It's the cure for rage. When we're lost on a road trip, we're just one turn away from getting back on track. And when a conversation is spiraling out of control, we're just one word or phrase away from a positive outcome. That's how we heal our relationships and ourselves. Okay, that's all for this week. Special thanks to the band Randy for our theme song. Subscribe to Communication Junkie anywhere podcasts are found. Please rate the show while you're there. Positive ratings do help. Follow me on Twitter at FullSteve and at ComJunk. Please share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. As always, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, be good.